0: Hello, this is Pastor Pete Beck III with Life.Net in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast entitled, Is the COVID Vaccine the Mark of the Beast? Lately, I've become aware of a conversation among some followers of Christ asking the question if the COVID vaccine might be the mark of the beast mentioned in Revelation I understand why some people might venture in this direction because of all the talk of vaccine passports and implanted nanochips. However, I believe that asking such a question betrays a fundamental misunderstanding of the nature of salvation. Please let me explain. First, let's take a look at some of the relevant passages from Revelation. I'm going to read a few of them. The first one is Revelation 13, 16 through 18 from the New Living Translation. He required everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on the right hand or on the forehead. And no one could buy or sell anything without that mark, which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. Wisdom is needed here. Let the one with understanding solve the meaning of the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. The second passage is Revelation 14, 9 through 11, also from the New Living Translation. Then a third angel followed them, shouting, Anyone who worships the beast and his statue or who accepts his mark on the forehead or the hand, must drink the wine of God's anger. It has been poured full strength into God's cup of wrath, and they will be tormented with fire and burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and the Lamb. The smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever And they will have no relief day or night, for they have worshipped the beast and his statue and have accepted the mark of his name. Third passage, Revelation 16, 1 and 2, also from the New Living Translation. Then I heard a mighty voice from the temple say to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out on the earth the seven bowls containing God's wrath so the first angel left the temple and poured out his bowl on the earth and horrible malignant sores broke out on everyone who had the mark of the beast and who worshiped his statue next revelation 20 verse 4 then i saw thrones and the people sitting on them had been given the authority to judge And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshiped the beast or his statue, nor accepted his mark on their forehead or hands. They all came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. And lastly, Revelation 19.20. This one is from the English Standard Version. And the beast was captured, and with it the false prophet, who in its presence had done the signs by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped its image. And these two were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur. All right. For centuries, Bible readers have wondered about this mark and about the identity of the person called the Antichrist. Modern technology has made it possible to envision the insertion of a chip beneath the skin that could act as an identifier and as a sort of credit card for making financial transactions. I do not want to take the time to give examples of how this is possible right now. You can do that research on your own time. What I am more concerned about is the theology behind fearing that receiving a vaccine might consign a person to the lake of fire. I believe we should be far more interested in God's mark than we are in the one from the beast. All people who are born again receive what the Bible calls a seal in the Spirit. The Spirit of God comes to live in and through those who put their faith and allegiance in Christ for all eternity effectively sealing us as God's property and guaranteeing us a place in the resurrection. Let's look at some verses to this effect. The first one is 2 Corinthians 1:21 and 22. I read from the English Standard Version. And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us and who has also put his seal on us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. Second verse or passage is from Ephesians 1, 13 and 14, also from the English Standard Version. In him... You also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and you believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it, to the praise of his glory. The Holy Spirit was God's down payment on the resurrection so to speak. While we wait for that glorious event, we have the proof that God will complete what he has begun in us in the form of God's resident spirit. This mark or seal is invisible to the human eye but fully visible in the spiritual realm. Just as ultraviolet light cannot be seen with the human eye, but is nevertheless real, God's mark is far more powerful and important than Satan's. Our salvation in Christ is based on our being birthed into God's family, which was made possible by Jesus paying the price for our guilt Father God forgave us, declared us righteous in His sight, reconciled us to Himself, and birthed us into His family. John 1:12 and 13 reads, But to all who believed Him and accepted Him, He gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. That's the New Living Translation. No one is able to measure up in God's righteousness through a perfect adherence to God's commandments. The Bible says that no one on earth is righteous before God. Romans three ten. the law was always intended to reveal our abject spiritual poverty so that we would turn to God in our desperation and receive his solution the Lamb of God who died for the sins of the world God removed us from the treadmill of performance-based religion and gave us eternal life as a free gift. Why, then, do we so easily wish to get back on the religious treadmill? If we think that receiving a vaccine will somehow disqualify us from eternal life, we have never even understood the new covenant. The vaccine may prematurely end our lives here on earth, but it will not short circuit our eternity with Christ. The mark of the beast, if it is a literal thing, will be integrally part of denying Christ and worshiping Satan. The vaccine is neither of those things. Taking the vaccine might be viewed as a fearful surrender to an overreaching government bent on controlling every facet of life, but it is not an overt denial of Christ. I refuse to take the vaccine for a number of reasons, mainly health related, but not because I am afraid it might consign me to the lake of fire. In fact, it might actually help me to get to heaven more quickly. I hope this article relieves you of any fears regarding this topic. Blessings, and please don't take the vaccine unless you're in a hurry to get to heaven.